My friends, welcome. Henry Kissinger said, if you control food, you control people. Nowhere is that on better display than today in Aurangabad, India, where it has been decreed that anyone who doesn't take their shots can no longer buy groceries or fuel. This is the full-scale realization of the no-vax, no-food agenda that we've been anticipating for some time now. But it also comes with some interesting developments that have happened in the days since this order was decreed. So I want to catch you up on those and then also explore how this is being rolled out in a stepwise fashion everywhere else, including where you are. Let's have that conversation. I'm Christian, and this is the Ice Age Farmer broadcast. And I want to start here from republicworld.com. Only inoculated people can buy groceries or fuel after Orangabad issues an order in order to boost vaccination rates. In order to boost the vaccination drive in Orangabad, the district administration has come up with a unique solution. Ah, some creative thinking, guys. As the district collector passed an order stating that, the, that only vaccinated people will be able to purchase groceries, rations, gas cylinders, or fuel across the district. The order states that only those who have received at least one dose of the vaccine will be allowed to make purchases after providing proof the vaccine certificate. Continuing here from NDTV.com. In an order issued on Tuesday night, Aurangabad collector Sunil Shavan directed authorities of fair price shops, gas agencies, and petrol pumps to check those vaccine certificates of customers, and if they fail to do so, then the administration will take action against the owners of the grocery stores or the gas pumps under these acts that they've been passed. As well, many people work in agricultural fields from morning to evening, so we're going to open up some after-hours clinics in order to make sure we can get every last one of you. Now, this is already ridiculous enough, but let's put this into perspective. I checked a number of sources here, first of all, to make sure that this is actually true. Um, this order was uh, decreed on the 10th. It has since gone into effect, and the days since, a few interesting things have happened, including... This, Bihar, a woman dies after taking her second dose of the COVID vax, presumably prompted by this drive to increase vaccination rates, including withholding food from people, right? So that's what happens. You're forced to go get your vaccines. People go. And although she was getting her second shot, she went to the hospital in Aurangabad, took the shot, and then collapsed on the road while returning home. So full stop. Here we have the state dictating that people must take these shots and then people because food is being withheld go take the shots and kill over and die if that fails to underscore my core message for the last few years which is you must get off the systems of enslavement be it the energy grid or the food production or even the school system anything you think you depend on the state for you've got to sever those ties you must be independent from the power grid. You must be producing your own food or working with others around you in a community in order to do that. You can't be relying on big ag and big energy because this is what happens. Because they will use your dependence on their systems, which are largely toxic anyway, right? Full of GMO and nasty. Really, we don't even want to be using that stuff if, in the first place. But now, and, and for the last few years, it has become absurdly, abundantly clear 
that you have to break with the system and start your own communities, doing these things for yourself. Become as self-sufficient as possible and work with others around you that are doing the same thing for the same reasons, to break your ties with these decaying toxic systems. I wanna continue here. Angered by this woman's death, a large number of the woman's family members went to this hospital and allegedly damaged some properties and assaulted the medical staff, including two doctors. Ah, they tried to hold the system accountable. The two doctors had to escape in a bid to save themselves. The situation was normalized only after 100 police arrived at the hospital and managed to disperse the mob. Now, of course, I'm not saying you should attack doctors, right? Obviously, these guys were held accountable for crimes that are being committed at a much higher level than the two physicians that were actually responsible for giving this woman her shot, and I would never advocate for violence in any situation. But what's interesting here is that uh, it took 100 policemen to stop the response from the family for one woman's death. If you step back and look at the, the scale of the crime that's being uh, committed right now. There is no force on earth that could stop a, a, the kind of response that humanity really needs to be having to the situation that's going on right now, to the mass death, to the weaponization of the food system and the using it as leverage to force toxic injections on people. Humanity itself is having the same reaction as these people did, and there aren't 100 policemen for every one of us that realize what's going on. It is an unstoppable reaction that is now happening. And we see that in the streets of Rotterdam and of uh, everywhere, right? You see Australia, you see these massive protests, like 5% of their population out there on the streets. I am encouraged by the, uh, by the, 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 the rising awareness of the crimes that are being perpetrated right now. I would be even more encouraged. And I think this uh, information helps to illustrate why, rather than protesting, those individuals' time would be better spent growing food, building new gardens, getting away from the food systems, because you can't go out there, not only is it not effective to protest, right? The governments of the world are clearly at war with the people. So not only is that not gonna get anything done, but uh, we need to be building alternative systems, alternative healthcare, alternative energy, alternative food systems in a decentralized, distributed manner that can't just be taken over because it is the centralization of these systems and then the corruption then of those centralized powers that has gotten us here, that led us to the situation. So start tons of energy grids, start tons of gardens and raise tons of animals. And that's how humanity has survived this long. That's how we will continue to survive if we weather this storm. Now, briefly, I want to look at some article here from CNN, sorry, from CNN Business, why big chains aren't requiring vaccines from customers. Obviously, folks that are in the main CNN audience are already convinced and they think we should already be doing this. Keep those nasty, dirty, unvaxxed people out of the grocery stores. So why aren't we doing that yet? Well, in the words of the, uh, the, uh, the corporate offices from these grocery stores, it's because it's too risky, quote, for frontline staff to be put in the position of enforcing vaccines for customers, right? You, you see the protests out there, you see people are pissed off. 
Quote, requiring customers to mask up throughout the pandemic has already led to confrontations between customers who oppose the mask wearing and the store staff. Mandating vaccines would be even more challenging for our, for our businesses and for our employees that would then have to sit at the door and check vaccine certificates. They say, quote, that's not, that's not what they're trained to do. These are grocers. They're not security and enforcement people. What do you do if someone says they're coming in and not going to show their vaccine status? Oh, we, we can't put our employees in that situation. This article, so a couple things. This article was back in August. Clearly, it betrays that they would love to do this. They just can't do it yet. We would love to do what India does, but we might get a violent response and you know we just have some grocery clerks who are not going to be able to, to handle that. So we have to do it stepwise. And that's what's being done. It has to be an inch, inch forward. Boil the frog slowly. Uh, you can see this, I think, best illustrated in the 2G, 3G rules in Germany, where uh, those folks, here you can see a picture of it, those folks who have their vaccines and show their certificates get to go on the one side of the fence where you have access to the food. And those who do not, while well, you're stuck over here, you don't get to eat while you're at the store. You can still get your groceries because, whoa, we're not there yet. But for now, you have to take them home. You can't eat them on the premises, right? It's very, very carefully sort of working our way around this. This is exactly what people will tolerate right now, but maybe soon we can move the goalpost a little bit more, which is exactly what Jefferson said, right? The amount of tyranny you will live under is exactly as much as you tolerate. Folks, the line has already been moved too far. We cannot tolerate these things. As I said in a previous video, you cannot obey your way out of tyranny. We cannot abide this division of humanity. I don't care if you resent the people that have already taken the shot. It, you will have to work with them. We will all have to come together to get out of this situation. And there are scenes like this playing out all over the world. Here's another similar image from Latvia with the fence uh, separating one class of people from the untermensch, from the untouchables. This is the way we can expect things to go until a complete uh, dehumanization and then eventually elimination of that underclass is, if, if things continue, is executed. We've seen the, the camps going up and all these things. So it's time to put an end to this. It's time to unite behind the ideas of eliminating tyranny, throwing this oppression off. And again, all of this speaks to starting up your garden, to raising as much healthy animals and he uh, good, clean food as you can and building a community around you to do that. Now, there's thousands of new subscribers here. I kind of have felt for a while like I've talked about good soil practices and raising healthy animals and holistic grazing and all. I've talked about a lot of these concepts and I would encourage you to scroll back through my channel and check that out. But I think there is now a renewed interest as people are losing their jobs in mass because of the mandates and as inflation goes to the roof, there's a there is absolutely a renewed interest in growing food. So I will be returning some focus to those things. And uh, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Have more of those conversations. People you tried to have conversations with in the past, but they just weren't receptive to it, are now. <laughs> but you will find that a lot of these um, people are now fertile ground. They're ready to take some, some of the seeds that you wanted to share with them before. They're ready to hear about how easy it is to raise chickens and get a nice supply of protein from eggs going consistently just from kitchen scraps. It is really quite simple. 
to produce a good amount of food for your family. It's hard to produce all of it, yes, but just making a significant dent, uh, you know, sort of a Pareto rule should be where a lot of focus should be right now because we can uh, do, a, do a lot of that work very easily and then work on closing the gap later. And for all of you who are completely new to these ideas, to the, to the, to the reality of the situation that we must be growing our own food, first of all, welcome. And it takes some time, yes, to get these systems started. What I absolutely promise you though, is that if you start now, if you work on it today, and you work on it tomorrow, a month from now, when you look back after having taken small, but tangible steps every day for 30 days, you will be a heck of a lot farther than you are right now. I promise you that. And then you can keep going. And, and it tastes delicious. The more traction you get, the easier it is to, to just keep plowing forward, quite literally. All right, so thanks for watching, folks. Let's leave it there. You can find this report and all of my reports on iceagefarmer.com. If you appreciate the information, help me keep the broadcast running. I do need your help, and you can do that through patreon.com slash iceagefarmer or through a few different methods, including cryptos, uh, all outlined at iceagefarmer.com slash support. And again, I very genuinely appreciate your help. Also, just spread the word is the main thing. All right, folks, thanks. Go grow that garden, raise some awesome animals, and have fun doing it. Be well.